Welcome to the Work Camper Show, brought to you by WorkCamper.com. This podcast helps you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. Each one of our episodes will introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to work camping opportunities all around the U.S. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. When people think of Holland, America, and Princess Cruise Lines, they often think of gigantic luxury ships traveling to exotic ports around the world. While that is very well true, the two cruise giants have partnered to deliver an incredible vacation experience in Alaska, and consequently, the company is looking for a lot of work campers in 2024. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Today, I'm interviewing two executives from Holland America Princess. Taylor Franco is the Talent Acquisition Manager based in Dallas, and Rick Peterson is the Director of Safety and Compliance based in Alaska. When the cruise ships dock in Alaska, Holland America Princess takes over by doing everything possible to support passengers on various land excursions. The company operates luxury train cars, motor coaches, lodges, and restaurants. Summers are the busiest time for trips to Alaska. Taylor and Rick said the company will be serving a million people in 2024, for which they need thousands of workers. In fact, there are more than 300 different types of jobs available with Holland America Princess at locations around Alaska. Not only can people earn money by working in one of the most spectacular areas of America, Everyone who works at least 400 hours qualifies for a free cruise anywhere in the world the cruise line operates. To tell us more about the fabulous opportunity to spend a summer in Alaska, please welcome Taylor Frankel and Rick Peterson with Holland America Princess to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Taylor and Rick. I understand that Holland America is hiring work campers. And most people will probably think that they're being hired to work on a ship, but that is not the case. So tell us what Holland America hires work campers for. What kind of services does it provide? We are going to throw a P on the end of that. So we actually go Holland America Princess because we work both Holland America Line and Princess Cruises. And we are a complete Alaska experience provider. We have those amazing cruises up to Alaska and we do everything on land to support those guests. We have lodges, we have transportation options, both motor coach and our own luxury train cars. At the lodges, we have our restaurant and dining options. So everything that would go into really a a full-scale luxury resort Mm -hmm. have um, at those locations as well. So when you book uh, a vacation with us, we take care of you every step of the way. Off the ship, we transport you from location to location. We give you the best of Alaska whenever you're with us. 
These are people who are taking the ship up to Alaska, but then they're getting off of the ship to explore Alaska. And that's where you pick them up and show them a good time. Yeah, we give guests the option too. Sometimes guests will come up and they'll stay with us first and then they'll cruise back south. Our, our ships tend to go between Whittier, Alaska and Vancouver to this amazing seven-day voyage and they can spend anywhere from three to even 10 days on land staying with us at all the different locations. We'll have approximately a million guests who come up with our company to do some portion of that, whether it be cruising or staying on land with us. Wow, a million guests. That sounds like a busy summer. What are some of the jobs that the work campers typically perform for your company? Yeah, so so we hire actually about 300 different types of jobs uh, for the people that come up and work. So those could be anything from driver guides to working in guest services. We have retail options, food and beverage, culinary, host, maintenance, all sorts of different types of things. So if you're basically interested in coming up to Alaska and working, it's almost a guarantee that we could find an opportunity that would be of interest to you. So whatever it is that they have, whatever skill level they have or interests in working they have, you've got a job for them. Absolutely. How long have you folks been utilizing work campers? I first made the trip to Alaska in 1999. I worked just, a, again, a summer job. I delivered luggage at one of our princess properties, Mount McKinley Princess Lodge, and we had work campers there. We have RV facilities at several of our locations. So we had people who would take the drive up the Alaska highway and come up to Alaska for the summer, really for the entirety of our existence. So these are seasonal positions, I would assume, correct? Correct. And when does the yeah. season start and end? Yeah. So generally our season, it differs a little bit throughout the state because you've got snow melting at different points. But that could be anywhere from about April to October. So generally, the April and October parts, those longer pieces of the season are going to be down in the southeast. And then up in the interior is more that May to mid-September. Okay. Do the work campers shift or do they stay in one area the entire time that they're working for you? So typically, they'll just be at one location. So it's one of the nice things with the variety of jobs and the variety of locations we have, they can go through the application process and really hone in on the area they're most interested in. And that's where they'll be for the summer. But then we definitely encourage people to come back. I, I went up in 1999 thinking this will be my one summer thing, my, my summer fling in Alaska. And before I knew it, I was coming back for another summer. And actually my second time, I went to a different property. And then I came back again, then I went to a different property. So one of the great things about this is they can get the full Alaska experience over the course of a couple different uh, summers with us. That's cool. And now you're a resident of Alaska, so you loved it so much you stayed. I did, yeah. It, it was really one of those things where before I knew it, I said, why am I leaving at the end of the summer? I'm just going to stick around. How many hours a week do the work campers typically put in? Generally, work campers are working 40 hours a week. You have the option to work more if you'd like, you can, and you could work in a couple different areas, but generally people are working 40 hours a week. Okay. And how does, how are they scheduled? Are they working all the time and you just tell them what days they have off or do they have set days off every week? It's a little bit different based on each position, but uh, the managers try to work with all of their employees to give them a schedule that sort of meets what they're trying to get out of the summer. 
So we try to do it. A general rule would be that we try to get as set of a schedule as we can so that people can plan for activities and things on those off days. But some days are busier than others. So there's always a little bit of flexibility, but we do work our best to give them something consistent that they can play around. Do can solo work campers apply as well as families with children, especially teens? Oh, absolutely. In most of our areas, you would be 18 or older in order to work the specific jobs. If there was a family that wanted to come up and work in some of those positions, for sure. And these are paid jobs, I understand. Yes, yeah. so, absolutely. What is the starting wage? It depends on the types of positions, but generally most of them are going to start around the $12 and then work its way up from there, just depending on the type of department that you're working in. Whereas like driver guides or maintenance could be paid a little bit more. Bartenders, you're getting plus tips, which is great, right? Some different opportunities to make some really good money uh, throughout the summer. Do they get a free yeah, RV? With so many different jobs, the earnings scale is really, really diverse. Something like people who work in our restaurants, there's not a slow Tuesday or a slow Wednesday. Like our <laughs> restaurants are full every day. So people working, servers, busters, hosts, they're going to get a, a good hourly here, but they also get pretty tremendous tips. Driver guides, so those folks driving the motor coaches, that's a much higher hourly and there's a lot of tip potential there uh -huh. also. So there's really a lot of flexibility. That would be a great thing to be covered in an interview with someone so that they get, get all the specifics. Okay. Does it Absolutely. come with a free RV site? The RV, oh, for parking during the summer? Yes, that's a very good question. Generally, at most of the locations, people are paying for those for parking at the location during the summer. But we do have water hookups and all of those types of things available to them as well. But the prices vary based on the locations. Okay. So are they paying like monthly, weekly, or daily for those kinds of things? Monthly. Monthly. Okay, cool. So they come right out of their paycheck? Yes. Yeah, typically we're able to do just a direct deduction of the paycheck. And, and that cost is incredibly low. I think when you'll find that we're not, we're not running RV parks to make profit off of it. It's a really low cost just to cover the, the basic services, but they do come with full hookups in terms of all your water needs. We've got television hookups included there. And then they're typically in our employee housing areas. Uh, so in our employee housing areas, we've got laundry facilities. We've got little employee rec room facilities. It's really a, a, a great community. And I think that's something that I've always found with work campers is wherever they're going, they're becoming part of the community and they're bringing something to that community. And our employees are, are really no different. The thing that brought me back every year, yes, I enjoyed the job, but what I looked forward to, what I missed were the people I was meeting every year and the friends I was making. I grew up in a very small town in Wisconsin. So... Every summer that I came to Alaska, I was meeting people from Utah, from Texas, from Washington, all these states that I hadn't been to before. We actually have employees who actually come over from internationally, able to join that community. And, and we do everything we can to provide everything that you need while you're with us. Would they park their RVs at the location they're working at? Or do they park it somewhere and you shuttle them to different places in Alaska? So for a couple of locations, it's the RV locations are right in the employee housing and it's, you're going to walk two or three minutes to work. So it's right there on site. Uh, we do have one of our largest locations is actually right next to Denali National Park. 
and our housing location there is is about 15 minutes away. So we actually run shuttles on the hour to take people to the work locations. So getting to work is generally really easy. We do have locations as well. So our total location count where we could have work campers in, I think is 18 different kind of division locations. When you look at, we operate ports in Southeast Alaska where the ships just come in for the day. We operate our lodges. Um, if you're interested in a location that doesn't have a Holland America Princess RV facility, there are quite a few commercial facilities that you could stay at that might have a little bit of a commute to. Uh, but at our locations, you're either a couple minute walk or that complimentary, you know, hourly shuttle that you could take. So Denali is a location. I'm assuming Anchorage would be uh, Juneau. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kenai, Copper River, Fairbanks. A lot. lot of different locations throughout the state. Absolutely. So like you said, we, like, you can go in one place for one one uh, one year and then come back and go to an entirely different part of Alaska it, the next. Exactly. Yeah. If you've ever thought about visiting Alaska, there's many ways you can do it. I can't, if you've got the, the, the time available to come up for the summer, I can't think of a better way to do it. And you can go to Denali and go to Denali National Park and work in that location which is a little bit more of an active location. We've got more rooms there, more guests there. But if you want, I want off the beaten path. We've got the Kenai Princess Lodge. We've got the Copper River Princess Lodge. We've got the Westmark Skagway, which are less than 100 rooms in these really genuine Alaskan communities. Kenai Princess, Kenai is right on the Kenai River. We're right, we have a location right on the Copper River. These are two of the greatest salmon fisheries in the world much less just in Alaska, that you could have at your back door. So really, there's something for everybody. It, it's really one of those things. We just love talking about it because if you want, I want to see new people, fresh faces every single day, every hour, come to Denali, come to go to work in Anchorage, work in Fairbanks. But if you want to be in that smaller community where you're spending more dedicated time with people, we've got locations that can do that too. That is so cool. What kind of traits and qualifications are you looking for in your work campers? Generally, for those types of positions that we're hiring for, we're really looking for people with that sense of a, adventure, right? Which work campers most certainly possess just by nature, right? Of them wanting to move around and visit different areas. But also really people that are focused on having a, a service mindset and wanting to give the best experience to people that they possibly can. Like these are once in a lifetime trips that people are, are taking, right? People don't necessarily get to have the luxury that some of us do to go up to Alaska and visit multiple times. So we want to make sure that they're getting the best experience out of that. So our employees help us do that and help those experiences for those guests be super positive. I would imagine that some of the positions such as motor coach drivers might require special licensing. Yes. So motor coaches, you would need to have a CDL for, but actually in my role as a director in safety and compliance, we actually have a CDL training program. So if you're interested in doing that, you can actually come up and work with us, get paid to go through the CDL training and actually get that license to then use it driving coaches for us or luggage trucks. We've got a variety of, of CDL vehicles, but we've got that training program in-house that we can put people through. That's incredible. Yeah. I've not heard of that before. Yes. And actually, this would be a really cool opportunity to go through that training program because we offered that in the lower 48 in the Utah area. So if people wanted to even 
migrate that way in order to get prepared for that training. They could um, live at some of those RV sites in that area and then make their way up to Alaska for their summer. For their yeah, summer so when Taylor mentions Utah, so we've got CDL training locations in the Provo area. We do a, lo- a location in St. George. So if you're in the St. George, Utah area, or even in Mesquite, you can come across for those sessions. Then actually, also in Rexburg, Idaho, a couple of three different locations there in the lower 48. And then we do also do training in Juneau, Anchorage, and Fairbanks. If you just want to come directly to Alaska and and actually do the training up here. How many work campers are you planning to hire in 2024 if you have 300 different types of jobs available for them? All of them. (laughs) It'll take all the work campers we could send to you, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We, we can figure it. We can make anything work. Okay. So you don't have a specific uh, number that you're looking for. It's just you're accepting applications now as many as you can get, and you're going to hire as many as you possibly can. Yeah. So great. We've got our, those RV sites that we actually have on our locations. We've got about 40 of those. And then we've got at the other locations, we've got the kind of just commercially available RV sites that people could still utilize. But we hire over 3,000 people every summer. You don't have to, this audience is, is familiar, but you also can just fly up and live in our employee housing as well if you wanted to, to do that for a, a contract as well. So we're, real, we're just looking for people who have that mindset, who just like working with people, whether that's their coworkers, whether that's the, the guests who are coming up to see Alaska for the first time. We're trying to connect people to Alaskan memories, whether they're Uh, a guest on a cruise, or if they're a person that we're paying as part of our team. That's a great thing about the employee housing for people who might not want to drive their RV up there. They can still work for you and enjoy Alaska for a summer. Is that a dorm kind of environment or is it apartments? People would have a roommate kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So it it is what people are used to in that dorm style living in most situations. If you come up as a just an individual, then you would be paired with someone to have a roommate. And then you can also, if you have a friend or a spouse that you were traveling with that was also going to come up to work for the summer, then we can uh, pair people together that way as well. And you're recruiting for work campers right now to start next April, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And those start dates vary, right? So depending on um, people's schedules and things, generally people are starting in that late April in May, and then sometimes early June, and then working a little bit later into the season. But we are recruiting right now, and all of our positions are currently open on alaska.com. We've actually started talking to a lot of work campers as we've been advertising on Work Camper News. So it's been great to start to engage with some of those folks as they plan out their summers. What's involved? And those dates, the dates that people can work can be flexible as well. Mm -hmm. So you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I'd love to come up to Alaska. But April through October is, is longer than I'm available. We, we hire people who come up and they work July 1st to mid-September. So we typically yeah. will call them closers. So they come up and they come up about middle of the year, but they're able to finish the season. So we, we would really encourage you, if you're interested in this at all, to, to do an application and, and talk with someone at the location because we've got a lot of flexibility to work with your individual situation. That's good to note because some people would like to leave Alaska and then go do the harvest, the beet harvest, or uh, a fall job before heading to their winter location. And it sounds like you have the flexibility to allow them to work working for you into their schedule. Yeah. 
What's involved in the interview and hiring process? How does it start and what, what steps go through that? Sure. So generally people apply on our Alaska Tour Jobs website where the jobs are listed and available. You can read the descriptions. Once people apply, we have our hiring managers and recruiters going through applications and um, we'll contact people for interviews. Interviews, of course, are generally taking place uh, virtually or by phone, depends on what the situation is for that individual. And then the person that has applied, they can choose their interview time. So you would get an email and you could go in and self-schedule and adjust the schedule if you needed to. And also you would get text reminders if you opted in so that you could be prepared for your interview. Generally, the interviews are 30 to 45 minutes in length. It depends on the types of questions. We obviously want to allow people that time to ask additional questions if they have them. And usually it's one to two interviews, depending on the type of position. We try not to drag the process out. We try to make quick decisions for people, especially people that are planning. Obviously, driving cross-country in some cases might take some planning on people's parts, usually wrapping up the interview process rather quickly and getting those offers out within one to two weeks is generally our goal from once people apply. What can a work camper do if they'd really like to stand out among the other applicants and, and snag a job? Is there something that they can put in their resume or is there specific information that you're looking for? We love people who have worked with people in the past, showing that you've had that service mindset that you've worked with people. Because every position we have is a customer service position. Some of our customers are our own teammates that we're taking care of. So we have cooks who cook meals just for the employees. That's still a customer service position. So anything that you can do that highlights that a customer service background, uh, a genuine interest and enjoyment in working with other people is, is going to move you up that list. Okay, that's good to note. Uh, what is salt reception like in the locations where the work campers are going to be parking? Is there one provider that seems to work better than others? So cell service in Alaska, there's some spotty areas, but at our locations, you will find that the cell service is pretty strong. The big providers that we've seen typically are AT&T and Verizon. We definitely also encourage people before you actually make the trip up just to contact your provider. A lot of them have tower sharing deals in place, given the, the infrastructure in Alaska to take care of their, their customers. So that would be the, the first thing. But generally in our locations, there's enough activity. And we, we have locations that actually we've put towers up on them to ensure that connectivity. So we cell service is generally going to be pretty good. The Wi-Fi, which is, uh, goes hand in hand with that. Every year we've been working to make improvements to our Wi-Fi network. So we've got, in a lot of our locations, we have the, the most bandwidth you can get given the physical geography of things, uh, but we do have Wi-Fi availability at locations as well. Are there any issues that work campers need to be aware of in regards to driving up to Alaska? I know they're cutting through Canada. Is there anything that they have to worry about or know about before they begin that journey? At this point, I think there was a time where there was some um, different health regulations and things like that, for the most part, has gone back to, to normal. So that's not going to be a, a problem for people. I think at this point, driving up, the, I've driven the, the Alaska Highway twice myself. The roads there 
anyone who's done it, uh, the roads there now are actually pretty good. They've done a lot of work on those roads. So the stories of hitting large stretches of gravel and big potholes that's not the Alcan any longer. Um, but you never know when you might run into some snow or different things like that. But for the most part, the, the drive itself, it's beautiful. It is something everybody, if you enjoy driving, it's something that you should definitely check out. But yeah, it's a pretty easy crossing at this point. I understand you offer a fabulous perk that we probably need to talk about for people who complete the season and work a certain number of hours for you. Why don't you tell everyone what that is? Yes, absolutely. It is our most exciting thing to talk about. We love to talk about this. So for any of our um, team members that come up and work a season with us, if they complete 400 or more hours, then they get to go on a free cruise anywhere in the world, anywhere that we sail, which is to all seven continents. So it's a wonderful opportunity to continue to see what the world has to offer. You pay port taxes and fees for those cruises, which in a lot of locations are going to be three, $400 a person, and then your flight to wherever you're going to leave from. But other than that, everything's taken care of. And yeah, we have lots of people that meet people and, and other team members, right? And then they plan all of their cruises together so that then they can go on them. It's a really cool thing. If you and a spouse or a friend come up, you get a cruise, but and you could take them as your guest, and then they get a cruise, and they could take you as their guest, so then you both get two. It's really cool. Is there a window yeah. for taking these cruises? Do they have a year to take it, or is it like two weeks in July and that's it? No, yeah, exactly. So they do have a year to to take those opportunities. Yep, you're exactly right. Rick, you live up in Alaska. What are some of the things that the work campers can do in their off time? That's a great question, Greg, because that's one of really the highlights of coming up to work with us in your off time. One, for much of the summer, it's going to be sunlight until 1030, 11 o'clock at night. I'm a pretty avid golfer and I've teed off at 1030 at night because you get the, the land of the midnight <laughs> sun is a true thing. So when you get done with work for the day, we have a variety of excursions that we offer to our guests who are on their vacation. As an employee, you have access to those at really serious discounts. There's space availability, right? So if someone's willing to pay full price for a flight seat tour, they're going to get the, the first seat. But when you come up for the summer, if you have the, the goal to do it, you will definitely be able to do flight seeing. You can do river rafting, guided fishing. If you like puppies, we've got flood dog <laughs> excursions that you can see some of the, meet people who have run the Iditarod and, and get to know their dog yes. team. We've got river boats, gold mining. If you ever wanted to go gold panning, really anything that it is a joke, but if they do it on Discovery Channel, you could do it uh, up here with us for the summer and not have to spend too much in order to do it because of these employee discounts. My first summer up here, within two weeks of starting work, I had done a, a jet boat excursion up class five whitewater and also got to climb around on a glacier on Denali, the tallest mountain in North America with a flight seeing tour. These were both, I think in total, the two cost me about 50 bucks. So it's really something that is, is a huge selling point to come up and work with us. I would imagine. Does that also mean that people can take the train trips and the motor coach trips as well? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And those are even easier. The, the train is obviously much bigger than, oh, than yeah. a small airplane in terms of getting people on. If that's something you're interested in, in riding the train, 
say from Anchorage to Denali or anything like that, those are, that's a very doable thing when you're a Holland America Princess employee. What's one thing you wish all work campers knew before they came to work for you? It doesn't take long, but they're going to fall in love with Alaska, so they need to be prepared for that. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's very easy to do and it happens really fast. It's also always a good reminder to know that this is a job. And so we do have commitments and obviously guests that we're trained to serve throughout that. So it is work. It's a lot of fun, but it is work. And then I also want to make sure that people and and Rick too know that they can return year after year. That's what's happening a lot of times with the people that are leading our business. That's what happened with Rick. And so I think that's always something that people should keep in mind whenever they they come up and join us. That's great. One really important thing that I want everyone to know also is that when you're here with us for the summer, we're talking 60 to 70 degrees. We're talking daylight till 11 o'clock at night. So every once in a while, we'll have an employee who arrives with a parka and big boots. And I'm here to tell you, you might see some snow at the very start of our season. But if you think Alaska is just snow and, and ice, it is right now, as, as <laughs> it's end of November. But in the summer, it is such a beautiful place. Beautiful. But like 70 degrees, it is a really comfortable, nice place to be. Well, I was just going to add, yes, the weather is absolutely incredible. And I think that I've talked to people sometimes before that haven't been to Alaska in the summer, and then they say, oh, I don't want to go to Alaska. It's cold in the summer. It is absolutely not. It is what everyone wants every day in the summer to be. This is the location to to see and feel that at. And then additionally, I wanted to make a comment about the um, trains that we have. These are really like luxury glass-domed rail cars. They are beautiful. It gives you the opportunity to see more because all of the seating is at the top. So it's really cool. I got to go um, do that this summer and it was really quite the adventure. And you mentioned the puppies. I got to hold some of those. Or Rick mentioned the puppies. I got to hold some of those as well. They were so fun. The sled dogs, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. They came right to the property. That's right. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, they... There is no snow in the summer, so they removed the rails and they put on wheels so that the dogs can continue practicing and training throughout the summer. And so people can still take a sled dog tour in the middle of the summer. Absolutely. That's so much fun. Remind everyone where they can get more information and how to apply. Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to alaskatourjobs.com and search for seasonal positions. And if people have questions, they can also email us at alaska.yukon.recruiting at hagroup.com. Very good. Thank you again for this time. What a remarkable opportunity. My goodness. The perks alone are worth the trip up there. Would you cross-train people into other jobs if they wanted to? Yes, absolutely. We can't wait to see everyone up there next summer. Thank you again. It was fun talking to Taylor Franco, the Talent Acquisition Manager, and Rick Peterson, the Director of Safety and Compliance for Holland America Princess. There are so many opportunities for work campers at the company that Taylor said she was confident there would be a job utilizing any type of skill a work camper could provide in just about any type of work they like to perform. Work campers are needed in retail stores, restaurants, hotels, lodges, or on trains, or as motor coach drivers, and guest service jobs, and maintenance positions, 
just to name a few. The seasonal jobs start in mid-April and continue through the end of October. However, Holland America Princess is very flexible regarding when work campers can start and how long they can work. Work campers can work an entire season or even come up in June and work until fall. Because the operation extends across the state, work campers can hone in on an area they'd really like to experience and stay there. Then, if they desire, they can return the next year to work in a completely different part of the state. Work campers typically work at least 40 hours a week and overtime is available. Most jobs start at $12 per hour, but some positions pay even more. A few positions earn tips as well. Taylor said the specifics will be discussed in an interview based on when and where the work camper wants to work. RV sites are available as well, but work campers will pay for them at greatly reduced prices. For those folks who don't want to bring their RVs to Alaska, Holland America Princess has employee housing available in dorm-like settings. Another perk of working for the company is that on their days off, work campers can take the same excursions guests do, but at deeply discounted rates on a space available basis. So they can hop on a plane for a flight scene trip or go on a dog sled adventure or even go whitewater rafting. The company is looking for work campers who enjoy a sense of adventure and love nature. No special skills are required. In fact, people who want to get their commercial driver's license to operate shuttle buses and the like, the company provides that training at no cost. Rick, who lives in Alaska, wants people to realize summers in the state are fabulous with temperatures in the 70s and lots of sunlight. In fact, people still enjoy daylight and even go golfing until 11 p.m. For more information, visit www.alaskatourjobs.com to see details about the hundreds of different types of jobs available next year. Work campers can also apply right on that site, and applications are being accepted right now. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. If you have more questions and answers when it comes to the work camping and RVing lifestyle, then don't worry, Work Camper News has your back. Attend a free monthly work camping Q&A webinar to get your questions answered. Each month, the knowledgeable team behind WorkCamper.com hosts a free live webinar where they answer questions submitted by folks just like you who are learning the RV lifestyle or getting started or have been work camping for a while. They cover topics like what type of work camping jobs are available, what do those jobs pay, tips for writing a work camper resume, questions to ask an employer, what type of RV is best, how to get your mail as an RVer, and much more. In the description of each video, you'll find the list of questions that were answered so you can quickly jump to sections you want to hear. Register for the next live webinar at workcamper.com forward slash answers. Or listen to detailed answers now by watching the recordings of past Q&A webinars on the Work Camper News YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash workcamper and click on the Q&A on Work Camping playlist. That's all for this week's show. Next time I'll be interviewing a couple who's been work camping for a while and supporting their lifestyle by selling ads for campground directories with AGS and Texas Advertising. I'll have more details on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.